When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Uh, great to have you company this morning. Uh, been a busy show. Caller of the Year's back too. For all those people who have run through, we will announce the Caller of the Week. You go into the draw for a 2022 Toyota Hilux Rogue. Thanks to Toyota, tow safely with trailer sway control on the Hilux. Search Toyota Hilux. What are you laughing at? I don't think we'll be uh, playing that this morning. That is the um, a video that uh, circulated a while ago with a presentation of uh, the Austin McCrabb Award many years oh, ago. Yeah. I don't think that'll see the light <laughs> of day on our program, Gary. Wash today. And are you mispronouncing pronunciation? I think you? that's you they're talking about. No, it's pronunciation, not pronunciation. Yep, it's right a pronunciation. Right. Okay, well, let me go to the coach of the Brisbane Lions, who was a former school teacher. He might pick us up on something we say here. His name's Chris Fagan. He's got the Lions going beautifully. They're in second position on the ladder. They've had nine wins and two losses, and uh, it's a big back half coming up. Gay Fogs. G'day, Gary. G'day, Tim. Um, you must be delighted. I mean, you've had... We were just looking at your draw. You haven't spent much time at home at the Fortress there at the Gabba. You've been on the road a fair bit. You're on the road again, and you've won nine games out of 11. It's a pretty good first half of the year. Yeah, it's been a promising start. We've got a few good teams to play over the next couple of weeks, which will give us a, probably a truer indication of where we're at. But if you had said to us at the start of the year that we'd be in this position, we'd take it. And, you know, our losses haven't been by much. You know, the, the Cats beat us by 10 points in a pretty close game down at Geelong. And then we uh, uh, lost by five to, to Hawthorne, five points to Hawthorne a, a week or two ago. So, yeah, it's been a pretty solid start. And um, even looking at our draw at the start of the year, I thought in the first half of the year we are playing five teams that played finals last year um, as it's turned out they're not some of those teams aren't going so well and mm. others are so uh, mm. it makes the second part of our draw a bit tougher yeah and you've had some injuries to uh, particularly players in your front half you, you you're still easily the most or highest scoring team in the competition that must uh, all go well for the, the second half of the year yeah no it's a good it's a good thing to be able to score and you you're right you know we the last few weeks we haven't had Joey and Dan McStay missed a couple of games as well so uh, uh we're still able to score uh, our small forwards are pretty dangerous so uh hopefully we'll get them all back together um by next week um and uh that will help us going forward but yeah we can score and we've been pretty good defensively up until the last couple of weeks and uh we just dropped away a bit there so we need to pick that part of our game up Hey, uh, Chris, uh, player movement, uh, it works on both sides of the equation. You're recruiting blokes in and uh, they're thinking about leaving. McStay has become part of a conversation in footy at the moment. Uh, are you confident that you're going to be able to keep him? Yeah, well, Dan's been here for seven or eight years. He's done a lot of the hard yards. Um, you know, he's a really important part of our team and a, and a popular teammate. He's, you know, part of our group of leaders, Um and I look, I, I don't detect from him any unhappiness um, about being here at Brisbane. And I, and I, I suspect once all the argy-bargy 
finishes that he'll still be a lion next year. And also, just on the the move of uh, Berry to the wing, what was behind that? Yeah, look, he's, he's just got some... I mean, he's a good inside mid, we know that, but this felt like we, we needed the strength in our wings. He's probably, with Harry Sharp, the best runner at our club, and having a player that's got the capacity to run up and down one side of the game for, for the majority of the time and not have to come off too much was something I thought would be good for our team. And um, the good part about it is that he's embraced that really well. And last week, I mean, he's had some good games there, but last week was a real breakthrough for him. And um, um, uh, we know we've got the option of putting him, putting him inside, but right now it, it helps us if he plays there. Is it a hard conversation to have with a player that's played as that inside mid and, you know, been around the ball all the time? And obviously with the wing, there are things more specific to that role, you know, keeping your width and all that type of thing and running up and down and, you know, forward, back, that type of thing. Is that a hard conversation with a player that's played most of his career inside as a midfielder? It is. Um, you know, and, and, he's, and, he's, and he sees himself as an inside midfielder. Um, but, you know, he's a, he's a really... He's played some important roles for the team this year, both as a tagger and on the wing and as an inside yeah. mid. So he's becoming a, a pretty uh, diverse sort of a player. And I think that's important for us and for him in his development, that he can go and do a few different things. And that's what we've tried to do with a few of our players over the last few years, is to have some some different things that they can do so that in games we can we can pull levers if we if we need to. Hey, Fags, uh, Cam Rayner, <clears throat> excuse me, he was he attended more centre bounces than he has, I think, in his career on the weekend. So he's tracking back from a knee reconstruction. Um, you know, everyone hoped that one day he'd become that midfielder. Do you do you see that progress continuing? And is he going to is he going to end up being a, a more of a midfielder than a forward? Yeah, that's certainly the aim. Um, it, you know, he'll he probably still plays forward a little bit more than he plays mid, but that percentage is gradually changing. I don't know where it'll end up by the end of the year. Um, maybe it'll be a bit more 50-50, um, but just hopefully he can keep developing the, the fitness and the resilience to play in there and, and that we're able to put him there because there's been a few occasions this year where we where we lost Joey early in the game against Sydney and, and Dan McStay early in the game against West Coast where he had to go forward and play as a tall forward. He's a He's a really versatile player, and, he, and he's, he's happy to play a role for the team, Cam. That's one of his um, great strengths for, for the number one pick in the country a few years back. Uh, he's a very selfless team member. Talking to Chris Fagan, the coach of the Brisbane Lions, they take on the Dockers this weekend, who are in fine form after their win at the weekend against Melbourne. They've got some speed about them, Chris. Yeah, those little half-fours like to get up the ground and race you back to gold, aren't they? They're, and they're pretty quick. Um, so it's a, it's a real weapon of theirs. They're, they've been in terrific form. Obviously, a, a brilliant win last week against the D's. You know, they, they've been able to achieve what all the rest of us have been trying to do for six or seven months now. So uh, uh, well done. So they'll, they'll be uh, full of confidence on the weekend, I'm sure, when we run out on Sunday afternoon. You enjoying coaching? Uh, we were just talking all, earlier this morning about uh, a survey conducted by the Coaches Association uh, about the stresses and the anxieties and the difficulties in being a modern-day AFL coach. Do you in, do, can you say it's an enjoyable pastime? It's a mixed bag, really. I mean, there's a lot of joy in it. You know, when you when you you know, in our in our case, you know, we. This is the sixth year that I've been here, and we've 
worked pretty hard to become a consistent AFL team and and for our players to develop into really good AFL players. And there's a lot of enjoyment in that. But I guess the, the pressure from week to week to, to win and uh, when you lose uh, from time to time, all, all, all those things um, weigh on you. It never it never leaves your side. You feel like you. I feel like I've been under a rock for the last five and a half years. One day I'll come out from underneath it. But it's look, overall, it's it's enjoyable and, and and probably for me, like I don't have a young family or anything to look after. It's just person and myself at home, and and uh, so I can, you know, I can focus in on it pretty well and. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's an important part of my life, and yeah, probably overall, I do enjoy it. Do you think that you came into it in a in a little different manner to maybe some of the other coaches hold you in better stead, and the, the fact that you're a bit more worldly, folks? Oh, probably for me, I, I, I didn't play AFL football, so I was all, if I was ever going to be an AFL coach, I would have had to have done it the way that I have. But I, but I think all those um, experiences along the way, you know, being a footy manager, being a line coach, coaching the reserves at Melbourne early days, all those things, I think, help you um, to probably not uh, react too um, uh, quickly or adversely to things that happen in footy. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a forever changing landscape and um, keeping your cool and just steering the path is probably the most important thing that you learn along the way. So I'm grateful for all the experiences that I've had, and I've got no doubt that it's that it's helped me be the coach that I am. Um, but everyone's pathway is a little different. You go back to teaching when it's all over. Do you think back into the classroom? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, mate. I'm going to go fishing. I reckon uh, <laughs> when this is over. <laughs> hey, you didn't you didn't pick up anybody uh, in the mid season draft last night. But in terms of supporting the idea of a proper mid-season draft, would that have your approval or not? Trade, you mean? Or trade, I mean, yes. Yeah, well, look, I think it'll 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 happen at some point in time. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about it. I, I like to go into the season with the list that you've got and not change it around too much, but um, it seems like our game is forever evolving and I'm sure that's on the, on the horizon in the not-too-distant future. Um, I don't know when, but... Um, yeah, it'll be that'll be an interesting time, but it's probably going to happen. I'm I'm on the fence about whether I like it or not. I guess. Well, Fags, we wish you well. It is um, you continue to do a fantastic job there at the Brisbane Lions, and you got Melbourne in. You got I think you play them twice in about six or seven weeks towards the back half, which is an anomaly of the yeah, uh, draw. Yeah. It's a little unusual. It is a little bit unusual, um, but look, good to good to play against the best. Um, that's how you improve. So. Uh, we're looking forward to, to those challenges. We don't. I think we play them on about the 23rd of June on a Thursday night at the MCG. We haven't played at the MCG since round one of 2020, so uh, we're looking forward to that opportunity alone. So uh, it'll be great. And just quickly before we let you go, uh, big freeze at the G uh, coming up in just over a week's time. Do you get a little bit of a tingle down the hamstring when it comes around this time each year? <laughs> well, I knew you were going to ask me that. I, I do. Uh, <laughs> It's a, it's a great cause, and uh, um, yeah, it'll be a, a lifelong memory for me. And it, it, it seems like every year the boys pull the video out of uh, me going down the spies and off the phone, so uh, for a bit of laughter. But um, nah, it's, it's great, and uh, I hope it goes well again this year. I'm sure it will. Hey, hey get on your fags. We appreciate you giving us some time this morning. Uh, thanks. Good to talk. Cheers.
Chris Fagan, uh, Brisbane Lions, and they're in good nick. They've had a few injuries to their forwards, to their key mm. forwards, but you know, as a general commentary around it, they are pretty well served at the moment. Joey Danaher, it'll Huey, be Huey yep. McCluggage. Yep, it'll be what they can. They'll get there, and they'll position themselves nicely for the last month of football, and it then will depend on whether or not they've got Danaher available, McStay, and all these players. If they have them back and they've got enough football in them. They're going to give it a real shake. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.